Chapter 56 of The Social Cancer, a complete English version of Noli Me Tangere from the Spanish of José Rizal by Charles Darbyshire. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Avaí in January 2012. Chapter 54. Rumors and Beliefs. Day dawned at last for the terrified town. The streets near the barracks and the town hall were still deserted and solitary, the houses showed no signs of life. Nevertheless, the wooden panel of a window was pushed back noisily, and a child's head was stretched out and turned from side to side, gazing about in all directions. At once, however, a smack indicated the contact of tanned hide with the soft human article, so the child made a wry face, closed its eyes, and disappeared. The window slammed shut. But an example had been set. That opening and shutting of the window had no doubt been heard on all sides, for soon another window opened slowly, and there appeared cautiously the head of a wrinkled and toothless old woman. It was the same Sister Pute who had raised such a disturbance while Padre Damaso was preaching. Children and old women are the representatives of curiosity in this world, the former from a wish to know things, and the latter from a desire to recollect them. Apparently there was no one to apply a slipper to Sister Pute, for she remained gazing out into the distance with wrinkled eyebrows. Then she rinsed out her mouth, spat noisily, and crossed herself. In the house opposite, another window was now timidly opened to reveal Sister Rufa, she who did not wish to cheat or be cheated. They stared at each other for a moment, smiled, made some signs, and again crossed themselves. Jesus, it seemed like a Thanksgiving mass, regular fireworks, commented Sister Rufa. Since the town was sacked by Balat, I've never seen another night equal to it, responded Sister Pute. What a lot of shots! They say that it was old Pablo's band. Tulisanes? Ah, that can't be. They say that it was the cuadrilleros against the civil guards. That's why Don Filippo has been arrested. Sanctus Deus! They say that at least fourteen were killed. Other windows were now opened, and more faces appeared to exchange greetings and make comments. In the clear light, which promised a bright day, soldiers could be seen in the distance, coming and going confusedly like grey silhouettes. "'There goes one more corpse!' was the exclamation from a window. "'One? I see two. "'And I—but really, can it be you don't know what it was?' asked a sly-featured individual. "'Oh, the cuadrilleros!' "'No, sir, it was a mutiny in the barracks!' What kind of mutiny? The curate against the alferez? No, it was nothing of the kind, answered the man who had asked the first question. It was the Chinamen who have rebelled. With this he shut his window. The Chinamen? echoed all in great astonishment. That's why not one of them is to be seen. They've probably killed them all. I thought they were going to do something bad. Yesterday I saw it myself. "'Last night!' "'What a pity!' exclaimed Sister Rufa. "'To get killed just before Christmas when they bring around their presents. "'They should have waited until New Year's.' 
little by little the street awoke to life dogs chickens pigs and doves began the movement and these animals were soon followed by some ragged urchins who held fast to each other's arms as they timidly approached the barracks then a few old women with handkerchiefs tied about their heads and fastened under their chins appeared with thick rosaries in their hands pretending to be at their prayers so that the soldiers would let them pass when it was seen that one might walk about without being shot at the men began to come out with assumed airs of indifference first they limited their steps to the neighbourhood of their houses caressing their gamecocks then they extended their stroll stopping from time to time until at last they stood in front of the town hall in a quarter of an hour other versions of the affair were in circulation ibarra with his servants had tried to kidnap maria clara and capitan tiago had defended her aided by the civil guard the number of killed was now not fourteen but thirty capitan tiago was wounded and would leave that very day with his family for manila the arrival of two cuadrilleros carrying a human form on a covered stretcher and followed by a civil guard produced a great sensation it was conjectured that they came from the convento and from the shape of the feet which were dangling over one end some guessed who the dead man might be someone else a little distance away told who it was further on the corpse was multiplied and the mystery of the holy trinity duplicated later the miracle of the loaves and fishes was repeated and the dead were then thirty and eight by half-past seven when other guards arrived from neighbouring towns the current version was clear and detailed i've just come from the town hall where i've seen don filippo and don crisostomo prisoners a man told sister putte i've talked with one of the cuadrilleros who are on guard well bruno the son of that fellow who was flogged to death confessed everything last night as you know capitan tiago is going to marry his daughter to the young spaniard so don crisostomo in his rage wanted to get revenge and tried to kill all the spaniards even the curate last night they attacked the barracks and the convento but fortunately by god's mercy the curate was in capitan tiago's house they say that a lot of them escaped the civil guards burned don crisostomo's house down and if they hadn't arrested him first they would have burned him also they burned the house down all the servants are under arrest look you can still see the smoke from here answered the narrator approaching the window those who come from there tell of many sad things all looked toward the place indicated a thin column of smoke was still slowly rising toward the sky all made comments more or less pitying more or less accusing poor youth exclaimed an old man putte's husband yes she answered but look how he didn't order a mass said for the soul of his father who undoubtedly needs it more than others but woman haven't you any pity pity for the excommunicated it's a sin to take pity on the enemies of god the curate say don't you remember in the cemetery he walked about as if he was in a coral but a coral and the cemetery are alike replied the old man only that into the former only one kind of animal enters shut up cried sister putte you're as 
still defend those whom god has clearly punished you'll see how they arrest you too you're upholding a falling house her husband became silent before this argument yes continued the old lady after striking padre damaso there wasn't anything left for him to do but to kill padre salvi but you can't deny that he was good when he was a little boy yes he was good replied the old woman but he went to spain and those that go to spain become heretics as the curates have said oh exclaimed her husband seeing his chance for a retort and the curate and all the curates and the archbishop and the pope and the virgin aren't they from spain are they also heretics abba happily for sister putet the arrival of a maid-servant running all pale and terrified cut short this discussion a man hanged in the next garden she cried breathlessly a man hanged exclaimed all in stupefaction the women crossed themselves no one could move from his place yes sir went on the trembling servant i was going to pick peas i looked into our neighbour's garden to see if it was i saw a man swinging i thought it was theo the servant who always gives me i went nearer to pick the peas and i saw that it wasn't theo but a dead man i ran and i ran and let's go see him said the old man rising show us the way don't you go cried sister putet catching hold of his camisa something will happen to you is he hanged then the worse for him let me see him woman you juan go to the barracks and report it perhaps he's not dead yet so he proceeded to the garden with the servant who kept behind him the women including even sister putet herself followed after filled with fear and curiosity there he is sir said the servant as she stopped and pointed with her finger the committee paused at a respectful distance and allowed the old man to go forward alone a human body hanging from the branch of a santal tree swung about gently in the breeze the old man stared at it for a time and saw that the legs and arms were stiff the clothing soiled and the head doubled over we mustn't touch him until some officer of the law arrives he said aloud he's already stiff he's been dead for some time the women gradually moved closer he's the fellow who lived in that little house there he came here two weeks ago look at the scar on his face ave maria exclaimed some of the women shall we pray for his soul asked a young woman after she had finished staring and examining the body fool heretic scolded sister putte don't you know what padre damaso said it's tempting god to pray for one of the damned whoever commits suicide is irrevocably damned and therefore he isn't buried in holy ground then she added i knew that this man was coming to a bad end i never could find out how he lived i saw him twice talking with the senior sacristan observed a young woman it wouldn't be to confess himself or to order a mass other neighbors came up until a large group surrounded the corpse which was still swinging about 
after half an hour an alguazil and the directorcillo arrived with two cuadrilleros who took the body down and placed it on a stretcher people are getting in a hurry to die remarked the directorcillo with a smile as he took a pen from behind his ear he made captious inquiries and took down the statement of the maid-servant whom he tried to confuse now looking at her fiercely now threatening her now attributing to her things that she had not said so much so that she thinking that she would have to go to jail began to cry and wound up by declaring that she wasn't looking for peace but and she called theo as a witness while this was taking place a rustic in a wide salakot with a big bandage on his neck was examining the corpse and the rope the face was not more livid than the rest of the body two scratches and two red spots were to be seen above the noose the strands of the rope were white and had no blood on them the curious rustic carefully examined the camisa and pantaloons and noticed that they were very dusty and freshly torn in some parts but what most caught his attention were the seeds of amores secos that were sticking on the camisa even up to the collar what are you looking at the director theo asked him i was looking sir to see if i could recognize him stammered the rustic partly uncovering but in such a way that his salakot fell lower but haven't you heard that it's a certain lucas were you asleep the crowd laughed while the abashed rustic muttered a few words and moved away slowly with his hand down hey where are you going cried the old man after him that's not the way out that's the way to the dead man's house the fellow's still asleep remarked the director theo facetiously better put some water over him amid the laughter of the bystanders the rustic left the place where he had played such a ridiculous part and went toward the church in the sacristy he asked for the senior sacristan he's still asleep was the rough answer don't you know that the convento was assaulted last night then i'll wait till he wakes up this with a stupid stare at the sacristans such as is common to persons who are used to rough treatment in a corner which was still in shadow the one-eyed senior sacristan lay asleep in a big chair his spectacles were placed on his forehead amid long locks of hair while his thin squalid chest which was bare rose and fell regularly the rustic took a seat near by as if to wait patiently but he dropped a piece of money and started to look for it with the aid of a candle under the senior sacristan's chair he noticed seeds of amores secos on the pantaloons and on the cuffs of the sleeper's camisa the latter awoke rubbed his one good eye and began to scold the rustic with great ill-humour i wanted to order a mass sir was the reply in a tone of excuse the masses are already over said the sacristan sweetening his tone a little at this if you want it for to-morrow is it for the souls in purgatory no sir answered the rustic handing him a peso then gazing fixedly at the single eye he added it's for a person who's going to die soon hereupon he left the sacristy i could have caught him last night 
he sighed as he took off the bandage and stood erect to recover the face and form of elias End of chapter 56